Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, uh, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Never. never. Whether we're under quarantine or not, we never miss a week. Hey, every kitty girl. Week. Hey, kitty girl. It's your world. <laughs> Uh, how have you, you know, Mike Lawson and I have been talking more than usual, because we also have this on Afterthought here, this Shady Pines show that we do with Joey Buecker, but I believe, is this our first episode since we started recording Shady Pines? I don't know those kind of things, Joe. Yeah. I really, my, everything is blurring together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say like, oh, I'm not, there's no, no returning to normal. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally will not there's no coming back from this like i am a different man already oh really yeah like borders mean nothing time means nothing mm-hmm. i'm just like a different person already so it is weird how uh just the days just flow together there's no no such thing like you're realizing what a construct time is beyond right. just the sun going up and going down like the days go by what's funny is you would think that the days would go by slower because there's nothing to do. But I find, I don't know if this has been your experience, but some of my friends have the same experience. The days fly by. Yeah, you're right. I'm, this is, I mean, you always make fun of me as being a psychopath and mm-hmm. it's a funny joke. Mm. And the reason why you make that joke is because there are things in my personality that maybe a psychopath would also have in his or her personality. Sure. And I think those things are really helping me thrive during this time because I am like, my life is so efficient. I'm doing everything the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. My diet is good. My exercise is good. Mentally, I'm good. Creatively, I could be a little bit better, but like just I'm thriving in a lot of areas of my life right now. You know, it's like one a potted plant that like does really good if it's just not watered a lot. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't know the 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 environment is just like really good for me to thrive. Yeah, you know that's the one thing I wonder. Like, it would be so great if my parents were were willing to eat healthy. They're like, yeah. I mean, their diet has gotten worse, and my yeah. mom's cooking has gotten horrible. I don't even know what to do about it because I think I talked about this in previous episodes. The coronavirus has increased her control freak um, problems. Right. So she just wants almost complete control of the kitchen. But maybe it's her, a depression she's going through or lack of caring. The cooking has been awful. Like There have been some meals that I have to like choke down. You know? Yeah. They're that bad. Um, but, which is so funny because you would think, here we have this amazing cook in Joe Batanz. And um, yeah, they have, they, they have no interest in that. And it it's pretty much become... Um, Succumbing to my dad's childlike uh, food uh, uh, preferences. So literally for lunch, we had corn dogs, you know, frozen corn dogs that she in, that she insists on reheating in the air fryer. And they come out like so fucking I, I can't even with this. I can't. I almost <laughs> on my parents today. Anyway, what's going on with you? You know, 
living La Vida <laughs> Loca, just uh, kind of in quarantine life. And um, as I told you, I'm doing okay in a lot of areas. Um, work is a little bit stressful lately. Mm-hmm. Um, my boss is like uh, mental. Uh, he's getting close to cracking. Mm-hmm. And I really think if things don't change, mm-hmm. we're about two weeks away from him either getting fired or oh, really? walking off. Oh, really? Yeah. One or the other. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, I mean, he's, his character is always, like, I've always kind of described him as like a hothead. You know, he gets, he's quick to kind of yell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really lucky. Like, he, it's never directed at me. It's never been directed at me. There's been a couple of cases where he's gotten kind of close, and I sort of shut it down real quick. Like, I don't play that game. But some people just kind of let him go. Well, he also really needs me to be on his team, so like, <laughs> he, he doesn't do things to kind of risk losing me. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, he's just like yelling in meetings. He's like uh lying to people lying like yeah he does he he he's a liar he is kind of a dishonest guy oh. but he does things where like um to prove a point like he wants mm-hmm. to to prove some you know whatever his point is he wants to prove it so he'll say like oh we've received uh i don't know 150 emails from angry customers about this when i know it's like 35 yeah you know and which is a there's a people are pissed like Mm -hmm. he's making the right point and i agree with him but he's Mm -hmm. like exaggerating it to a point where like people then i feel like probably don't believe him because like it's like too they know he's lying Mm -hmm. which kind of ruins all of his argument yeah so I don't know, just kind of dealing with that stress. And um, I also have like a maybe another job kind of in the works, which you and I have talked about. I don't think I've talked about You were talking about lying, and I'm like, oh, really? There's another job? I mean, what do you know about this? Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's kind (laughs) of not stressful, but like I I don't transition well out of big things. Like I, I like things to be very solid and. So just kind of seeing a potential transition on the horizon kind of mm-hmm. causes some anxiety too. Yeah. So how are you? What's how how's life in the Batanz home? For the most part it's quiet, but of course, you know, this is you know, my brother and I have regular phone calls now where now it's just my brother's just like, Yeah, mom and dad are, are fucking completely crazy and this has made them crazier. You know? Yeah. And so now the stories it's not even necessarily like the anxiety ridden stories that you've heard about in the past. As much as um, some of them is just the quirks already now are getting weirder. Like yeah. um, a couple of weeks ago, um, my mom and dad were getting ready for Easter. It's about to be Palm Sunday, right? And so my parents decided just to keep themselves busy. And I'm, I'm all for this, I guess. It gives them something to do. That they were going to build a cross and they were going to put it in the front yard to give everybody hope through the coronavirus. Right, That's and, nice and there, he, he is risen. Okay, so for Palm Sunday, now my parents have a number of palm trees. I, I have to, I have to set the scene here because of this story. So the way my parents' house is, they have a few palm trees in the front, and then they have a hill. So our house 
it's hard to explain, but you know, the backyard has a hill in the back. It goes up, and at the top of the hill, there's a neighbor who can see directly into our yard. In fact, right now, he can see directly into the second story window. So I'm looking right now at the, as we speak. I'm looking out the window into his windows. Right? Okay. He has a one story house. <clears throat> okay. And we have palm trees on that hill that you know both our houses can see. If that makes any sense. So. Um, my dad, one of my dad's parents' good friends is our next door neighbor. Okay. Alton. Mm -hmm. All right. We've heard of him before. Yeah. So the other day, Alton is working on a palm tree in his backyard that also is sort of the one, it's like adjacent to my parents' yard. Okay. Alton is the neighbor to directly to the right of my parents. Okay. So we're eating dinner and we see Alton working on his palm tree. And the guy who lives behind my parents, whose name is Rich, okay, Rich comes out, and he says to Alton, because uh, Alton was doing some sort of manual palm tree clipping, right? Yeah. And my dad's staring at this exchange the entire time. He's all, Alton, uh, what are you doing? I, I have an electric uh, palm tree saw. And I guess it's, what it is, basically, almost like imagine like a, like a, a, a pole that uses like clean your pool but at the end of it there's a saw it's electric yeah and Alton's like oh really and he goes uh yeah if you want you can borrow and Alton's like no 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 i don't need it and he's like no come on just do you, it's so much easier and Alton's like no and he begs off and then finally goes oh, okay and so rich brings over and he has to they have to go lean over because the way my parents yard work it's basically their caddy corner to each other so they reach over to the fence and they you know rich gives alton climbs his hill and rich hands his saw to Alton, right? Mm-hmm. My dad's staring at us the entire time. He's like, "Ha! Huh, I have one of those saws, and I've I've offered it to Alton, and he's always turned it down. And now this lich, <laughs> he uh, he gives him a saw, and now uh, uh, he uses the saw, right? Oh no, yeah, he's so, jealous a little yeah, bit. He's jealous, yeah, jealous, right? <laughs> so I was like, whatever, right? Then uh, Rich goes back inside, and my dad goes, Hey, Alton! Uh, how come whenever I offer you that saw, uh, you don't take it? Right? And Alton's like, you know, Alton doesn't want to say, Hey, I, I didn't want to take this guy's either. I would be yeah. nice. You know? He forced yeah, it on me. He, he's more pushy <clears throat> than you are. Yeah. And my dad and Alton, they, they go back and forth. I'm like, whatever. I go back into the house, right? The next day. The next day, Mike. <laughs> my dad's wearing some weird getup, right? And we've just finished breakfast. <clears throat> we, we were eating. You know, the, the weather was nice that day, so we we're having breakfast outside. And um, I, I, hear, I hear my mom tell my dad, "Like, well, why don't you just get up? Because it's Palm Sunday. They get some palms, right?" She goes, "We have palm trees that are low in the front. Why don't you just get one of those palms?" Like, nope, 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 nope. And he's just like, "But won't say why." He goes, "He makes up some bullshitty reason why." It has to uh, be the one of the palm trees on the top of the hill. Okay. okay. And then he takes out his big electric saw, right? Yeah. And he marches up to the top of the hill and he makes oh he makes sure Rich is outside first. And then <laughs> he goes out there and he uses his electric saw so that Rich can see that he used that he has an electric saw and that he used it on his palm tree and that you know he's he's not better than him. And I'm just like because it's the same guy too. It's so weird. I, I don't know if I ever told this story on the show. 
he must have like a weird competition with him that I don't know about because um, he Rich one day I remember I was there I just randomly saw it, I think probably out of my office just one day I'm bothering no one on at the on his lawn have you ever seen these like they're essentially like uh, fancy wind toys right and essentially it's like uh, like a windmill kind of thing but like he puts a wind thing out there and it like these geometric figures spin and they make this cool looking shape right yeah I've seen them at like swap meets yeah 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 so my he must have gotten one from his daughters or something like that for his birthday or father's day who knows what and he just goes out and puts it out there right my dad starts eyeing that right and so my mom so then, yeah the next holiday that comes up I don't know my, my dad's birthday and father's day or whatever my mom's like um, your father really wants one of those, um, but she won't say that Rich has it. She's like, he really wants one of those, uh, you know, whatever I described, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, okay. And then, so he picks one and she gets him one for, I don't know what the occasion is. He could put it anywhere in the yard. He marched up to the top of the hill and he planted the top, which by the way, where they can't see. The only people <laughs> who can see this are me from the office and Rich. But he wanted Rich to know that he had one, too. That's a little bit weird. It's so but weird. I kind of... I give your mom a little bit of leeway, because, like, dads don't say, like, oh, I want this, I want that. So I bet you it was a... They were driving by or whatever, and Betty was like, mm-hmm. oh, look at that. And your dad's like, yeah, it's nice. And then Betty is like, he needs one. He wants one. Like, this is... That is true. That is true. I have to get it for him. Yeah, that that could be true, but I think he. But then he marched up and put it right next to right right next to it, so they That's could fun. see he has one too. I don't know what this weird competition they have with him is. It's so bizarre. I think that your you said like the quirks are getting to be too much. Mm-hmm. I feel like our parent like um, when you're around them that much, like it's just that you're seeing all of them. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have like a weekend off where you're like not around them at all. Like yeah. you're seeing every day yeah that's a lot yeah what's going on with you you need a break um Tell me about it hey you remember the therapist guy that i was kind of seeing oh wait use past tense there what happened well i haven't seen him in 37 days oh, oh, oh i see what you mean okay yeah 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 um well we like we facetime here and there mm-hmm. and um we text a lot and stuff mm-hmm. and so, Joey, uh, last weekend, get this, mm-hmm. we are wrapping up our FaceTime, right? Mm-hmm. So we, you know, talked for maybe like an hour, mm-hmm. um, just kind of catching up. He tells me a lot about his work stuff. We talk a lot about work. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives really good advice. He's a really good listener. Um, what would you say? He's a really good I'm listener. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. And then uh, about we're wrapping up the call, and then he's like, uh, one more thing. Uh, and he starts, like, stuttering and getting awkward. Okay. And he's like, I uh, was going to ask. I was curious if I want to know if uh, – uh, and basically he asks me if – or asks me how I feel about uh, sending, like, dirty pictures. <gasps> okay. <laughs> and, like <sighs> – I guess I'm also awkward and uh, stuttery in my response because mm-hmm. I don't – I mean, how do I feel about them? I mean, I don't care. I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm also I, – I guess my response is like layered because I'm also like 
I feel not very good at it. I don't have a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if he's saying he wants to send them, like, Mm -hmm. go for it. But, like, I'll follow a lead. I'm not about to take initiative and start this dance because I don't really know Mm -hmm. the tune, you know? Yeah. So, I'm... That's kind of that was kind of my answer was like yeah let's let's do it, but, but hold on for a second and and, I, and I'm coming <sighs> from this at it and I'm and I I, I know you I, you think the tone I'm gonna be funny. Mm-mm. My exhale was more about just like this topic is oh. like anxiety inducing for me because like mm-hmm. well go on what's your response please okay. So I am I, I I imagine and 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 correct me where I'm wrong here because a lot of this is just supposition on my part based on just the conversations you and I've had over the years and whatnot and I imagine that one of the um one of the hesitations I believe on your part has just been you just don't want that shit of your junk floating around the internet right uh, sure yeah there's a <clears throat> percentage of me that worries about that but yeah. it's small okay it's small well, okay so you're so you're saying what would you say the biggest percentage in the pie chart is what is the the, it's, ha- 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 the apprehension there well the apprehension is just like my inexperience mm-hmm. and the in- inexperience coupled with my kind of like uh um what's a called when you don't want a certain kind of food like you just don't like it um it's like i don't like indian food and i'm single and i never why would i ever choose to eat indian food is that true yeah it actually is i'm like like you like i'll eat that's so funny you're saying that like i'll eat indian food i won't vomit you know but it's just if i'm gonna it's just not i don't it doesn't it doesn't strike a chord with me yeah go ahead so i just if if i'm eating every meal alone why would i ever eat indian food and so i've just always been in relationships where i didn't really need to send dirty pictures back and forth we were we both kind of enjoyed our the sex time Mm -hmm. together but when we were apart we were apart and didn't have to Mm -hmm. naughty talk together yeah um so being in quarantine that changes things because mm-hmm. i feel like the relationship uh re- oh i almost said his name the relationship the therapist and i had before this and i'm not mm-hmm. going to say his name on here so if you could try to catch me with that he has a very googleable name mm-hmm. like his first name would find him his name is He's- google that's what you're trying to say yes <laughs> um so uh <clears throat> Before quarantine, mm-hmm. there was really no desire, no, nothing, no real need to do this, I feel. Yeah. And perhaps if things had stayed the way they were, then we w- wouldn't be having this conversation, yeah. really, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so here, so I have a couple of pieces of advice. One is, I am sure, I'm. A hundred and twenty percent. Is Humble Pie there actually in the chat room? She's listening, but not in the chat. She said, oh, "Okay, because it's something that she would find for you." Is Luke there? Luke's also good at this stuff. Luke's here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I am a hundred percent sure. Okay, hundred percent that there is at least an article like on Jezebel. I don't know why. Even though the female side could seem to be on Jezebel or one of those like uh, old gossip sites. kind yeah. of, yeah. Where it's like how to take a good dick pic. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. 
So, A, I'd probably watch one of those. Or not watch, but read one of those. Okay. I have another layer of news to this that I was saving for Shady Pines, but I'll kind of well, spill it there, in too. a second. Okay. Yeah. The other thing I would say, because this is where I was going before when, you know, when I thought the hesitation was the permanence of it, is why not just jack off together on video? Not that he Oh, can't. God, no. Oh, My God, really? no. Oh, really? Are you kidding me? I no. no. Why would I be kidding? This is a very serious topic. Luke Stamen um, pasted in the article. Yeah, he probably had it on his favorites in his phone. <laughs> um, no, that causes so much more anxiety because oh, you really? can't edit. You can't edit that. Oh, like, interesting. I can look at it and be like, "Oh my god, that's awful! Mm-hmm. Don't ever send that. Delete, yeah. delete." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it causes me anxiety to think of doing it on video. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Here's another piece of something. Not the tea I was going to sh- spill, but um, I almost feel like I need to initiate it now because of my response. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, this is kind of something I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. And my response is like, oh, I've never really done that before. But mm-hmm. hey, I, I know you, if wait, hold on. Hold on for a second. Let me stop you right there. Yeah. I was under the impression you had, but just not often. Well, y- y- you're right. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Is like I'm, I'm not. I don't have a lot of experience with okay. this. Yeah, sure. Fine, fine. Yeah. Um. So I feel like my response. He maybe is like, ah, he wasn't that into it. I'll just put that to bed. And I feel like I should probably. I think that it. I it would make sense for me to. Dip my toe in a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, well, I would read those articles. I mean, look, here's the deal, too. Is I know that you um, here's, and this is where it is also very curious to me as well. Is okay. Let's be let's be real here. Okay, let's stop being polite and let's get real. It was a Jezebel article, by the way. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, not oh, at yeah, all. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay. Thank so, you, Luke. So anyway, um. I feel Jezebel is now like the online version of Cosmo. That's why I thought of Jezebel. Anyway, is and I want everyone to know this. This this is a question that I get regularly. I have never seen Mike Lawson's penis. I have no indication of any. All I know are a story, no two stories from two different people about it. Okay, and um. But what we do know, and I think Mike will, you know, can at least agree with this. You know, Mike's argument is not as big as, as it's been made out to be. Is at least you know it's it's not embarrassingly small or ugly Correct. or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, so you yeah. know, like there's, it, like there's nothing to be embarrassed about with what you're packing. So I, I, I again, like I'm, I'm I'm nervous about the. I'm not nervous. I mean, I'm I'm curious about the apprehension. It's just that I don't. I just feel awkward in the conversation around it mm-hmm. and then the presentation of it and mm-hmm. then like what if i'm like in the middle of work and then he's starting it do uh, i mm-hmm. respond right away do i just not respond mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a there's a lot for me to overthink in this situation and it's just it's the perfect kind of breeding ground for my anxieties mm-hmm. so hmm. they, that's all and then like how do i start do i'm what are you wearing? <laughs> you know? Like via are you talking about via text? Yeah. Well, you know the great thing is um that uh as two gay men, 
you don't need any kind of <laughs> that. You just send it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to work up to this. Um, there is some tea that I'll spill on Shady Pines, which we're recording uh, tomorrow if you're right. in the chat room live. And if not, you should subscribe. Or no, wait. Ev- they're all subscribed, right? Yeah, if they get subscribed. catching up, mm-hmm. you should listen. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. So, um, you know what's so funny? This is not one of my stories, but I'm assuming, do you have any news stories? No. Coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Coronavirus. Is uh, And there's not really much to say about this, but I might as well just bring this up on the air here. I think you're aware of this. Uh, I've talked about this on other shows, gone into depth on this Joe Batance, you know. Is, you know, that Aiden and I have been speaking on the phone regularly. Um, Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, look, I'm very happy. The, the conversations are very light, very fun. There's no lovey-dovey, kissy-kissy, or anything like that, right? Yeah. Uh, what, are, yeah what are you getting out of it? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the emotional support? Like, could you... I don't know. Yeah. You know what it is, is... And I think this is hard for... Actually, Aiden and I have talked about this. Is Aiden and I, whether or not... You know, we have a very good chemistry. You know, um, he, he, there is an element of Michigan J. Frog to Aiden, which makes it very difficult to explain to people in that the version yeah. of Aiden that I see is one that I, I see alone, right? And so, like, if you add another person into the mix, all of a sudden he gets really awkward, okay? Sure. Uh, and says weird things. And that, but that's not, the, that's not the person that I see, right? The person I see is super funny, uh, likes to make fun of me. We have really good conversations. I mean, we the other day I didn't. Remember, I thought it'd been like an hour. We'd been on the phone for three hours, okay. And um, because I don't get to talk a lot, you know, during this quarantine. <laughs> and uh, we were on the phone for three hours. And um, I don't know, you know, I, you know, it's so funny. Uh, Haley Sklans, I don't know if she's in the chat room right now, was talking about how she recently was tempted. To reach out to an ex. And then I just, like, I mean, almost an hour after she said that, I saw an article somewhat probably on Jezebel again about how um, that seems to be a thing in this quarantine season that people are reconnecting with exes. Yeah. You know? And look, let's be happy that I'm reconnecting with Aiden rather than Cameron. Okay. Um, and uh, it's all very innocent. We've we've talked the details out. Neither one of us wants to get back together. Um, it, but I think it's a fun distraction, if you will. I think for both of us. Steve sent me a text on April 6th. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, he said, hi, you doing well? And then I responded, hey, Steve, I'm doing as well as can be expected. Taking it one day at a time. How are you? And then he told me how he's doing and his working from home stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's looking forward to something with his uh, mom. And everything's good, smiley face. And I didn't respond. <laughs> yeah, but that was, I think that was him trying to reconnect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, I feel like it reconnect meaning like um, fire up an old fire is different than just like reaching out to something comfortable and familiar to like just have a conversation like i don't think he's like trying to start up anything other than just a a friendly conversation Mm -hmm. right is that what you're after 
No, that's not what I'm after. But I will say, and I think it's hard, it is hard to break old habits, you know, because, you know, you develop a certain, in the old version, in the 1.0, you develop a way of communicating that um, will rear its head, you know? And so, for instance, um, both of us have accidentally called each other babe, okay? Yeah. Uh, not not every sentence. Like maybe one time, every fourth call, one of us does it. You know, and we'd laugh about it. You know, and then it's usually also when you're like debating somebody. You know, it's not like oh baby, it's like babe, hold on. You know, and then and then we are like, ah, right, yeah. But I will say there was a moment uh yesterday where um how do I say this story. <clears throat> Somebody that I know has made a thirst trap account for his boyfriend. He and the boyfriend have made this thirst trap account, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, and Aiden had gotten a message, speaking of quarantine messages. Do you remember that, um, that senator? <laughs> remember the senator? Yeah. The senators. When you said it at first, I was like, I know there's a lot of senators we've talked about, but I get the senator. Yeah. 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 The senator reached out to uh, Aiden on Instagram. Yeah. A while ago, right? No, like a week ago. Oh, I feel like I've already heard this story. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he'd reached out before. Oh. And um, I think Aiden had done almost like what you do with Steve. Was like, oh, hey, and just kind of just dropped it, right? So. The, the 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 friend that made the thirst trap account was was telling me this while I was on the phone with Aiden, and he noticed that I was distracted. And I told him, and then I was still distracted looking at this. And he goes, "Oh well, maybe I'll just message uh, the senator, you know? Maybe I'll just message the senator." And I was like, mm. "Yeah." Um, real quick, Joey, there's uh, Ashley Fetters wrote a piece in The Atlantic called The Boomerang X's of Quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I want to read you one paragraph here. So life in quarantine has been challenging for just about everyone. Many people are constantly lonely thanks to social distancing. Mm-hmm. And a few are looking for new ways to connect. Uh, meanwhile, some people are getting messages uh, from their exes who are coming out of the word war, sending texts, Instagram, DMs, or emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, some seem to be fighting off boredom, loneliness, or a growing awareness of their own mortality. Others mm-hmm. seem to be coming from a place of genuine care. In normal mm-hmm. times, the rules for initiating contact with a former partner are mm-hmm. unspoken but familiar. Don't do it uh, if you don't want to seem desperate or too horny for your own good. But they seem to have been suspended under the extraordinary circumstances. Mm-hmm. So interesting that it's a thing. Um. Yeah, it is. It is. It does seem to I be guess, a thing. I've been. I mean, I've been texting with Philip as well. But mm-hmm. we text every. We like go through. Like we'll text for a couple weeks strong, and then we just like, it, you know, it fades, and we don't. Usually, he asks for money. <laughs> oh, does it? when was the last time he asked for money? I don't know, a couple months ago. Oh, like really? not. Yeah, he, he does it very repeatedly. I've never given him money since. Oh, really? I was, not since I was like twenty-one. So why does he do it? I don't know. I don't know. And it's embarrassing. I feel embarrassed for him. I've I and I've even told him like I'm you know, I'm happy to like give you lots of things, but like money isn't one of them. Do you remember that time that this is years and years ago, that person we know which we haven't talked about in years, right? Uh yeah. the person that used to always uh do yes. donations. Okay. 
he had me in a conversation. He used to never talk to me that much, but he was talking to me for a really long time one time. And I was like, all right, well, time to go. And then he hit me up for money, and I I had to turn him down. And I felt yeah. badly. The friend we're talking about used to beg us for, like, donations. Yeah. He would always be fundraising for something. It wasn't like he was like, give me money, but mm-hmm. literally every time I talked to him, he asked for money. No, but that time he was asking for himself. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He was like, hey, you know, I, I don't have any money, and can you give me $50 to eat and stuff like that? There's uh, a type of person that I've uh, come across more than once who is like a constant fundraising mode, yeah. like always asking for stuff. But then they're also like always down and out themselves and like might be like, just PayPal it to me directly and I'll give it to the organization. Or Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm collecting donations to buy flowers for mm-hmm. so-and-so or whatever. Like that mm-hmm. kind of person always kind of is a red flag to me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Anyway, uh, do you have any other stories, Mike Lawson? Uh, no, I don't. What do you got going on this week? Well, no, I, have an, I have another story. Oh, shit. Go. So, um, yesterday, my... Okay. I love how there was... My parents bought a lot of food, but there was a time when... A moment when... Um, the f- I wouldn't say we were running out of food, but the choices were, go- were getting slim, right? Where it was like, well, we're having corn dogs again for lunch or something like that, right? Because my parents were deathly afraid of going to the supermarket. My parents are afraid of leaving the house. Okay, afraid, mortified. Like hor- corn they, dogs they, sound great, by the way. Yeah, the the thought of Louis leaving the house scares the shit out of them. Right. So the other day, and I love how, but like we're running low on food. Like, no, we can't. We'll just wait because they had a they had an Instacart order coming in a few days. Right. We'll just we'll be fine till Instacart comes. You know, just you know, just be you know, just you can't have the choices you had right but then my dad found out we ran out of soda and it was like we have to go out now what kind of soda does he drink diet coke okay now it's time to go out there now this is an emergency right Mm -hmm. so the other day the other day my parents i see them walking around getting ready to go they look ridiculous my mom is wearing a shower cap no. Yeah, oh yeah, she's one of the people that's convinced it can get in your hair. Okay. Right? She's wearing a shower cap, goggles, a mask. What? Oh my god. Kitchen gloves. Okay. And then they leave. Right? Why do they both go? They do everything together. Okay. So Like it makes sense though for one person though to get if you're goal is to have the smallest amount of contact with yeah. surfaces and stuff yeah. like why would two people put on why would you do that in theory they should send me to be honest with you yeah okay yeah so anyway no they're, they're, they they think for some reason i think that though in their head when i go out because when i remember I, they, I have to remove clothing it's the whole thing right i think they're convinced that uh, I go there and I lick my hands and I roll myself around in coronavirus before I come home. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, they leave, but they think that for some reason they are like they know what to do. They leave. They come back and they don't even come in the house first because you know the first step is it, all the food goes in the garage and they disinfect it. I don't even want to know what they do. It it drives me up the fucking wall. Right. Yeah. Then my mom comes in and she's really upset, like really, really distressed. And she says, 
your father. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I go, what happened? Well, you know, we, we don't have the avocados. We're missing all kinds of food that we I know we bought and it's not there. And I go, and she goes, I know what happened. Your father, I said, closed the trunk of the car. And instead, he went and put the basket back. So someone came up and stole the food out of the, the trunk. And I go, hold on, wait a minute. Why are you convinced of this? Because Joe, that's the only explanation. Now, by the way, what you should know, and everyone should know, is my mom forgetting something at the supermarket is a regular occurrence. Right. Quarantine or not happens, I would say, 60% of the time. It's her purse. It's her cell phone. It's her wallet, a bag of groceries, a gallon of milk, eggs, uh, my brother. I don't know. She loses people, right? She loses things. Yeah. Every, this is a con- they constantly have to go back and get things, right? But And everything's never her fault. She has this weird narcissistic thing where nothing's ever her fault. So I said, I go, well, how do you know it was? I go, so then I asked my dad, I go, where were you when they were putting the groceries in the car? I go, you know, it's mom. Forgot it, right? And he's like, I went to go clean out the car to make sure there was food in the, in the car for groceries, right? And so then I go, do not leave my mom alone. So then I go, mom, what? don't you think it's more likely that uh, you forgot mm-hmm. to put a bag in the cart? No, Joey. No, I think actually the guy who was packing the groceries, the bagger, he was looking at those avocados, and he even said, where did you get them? I bet you he took it. I bet you he just put it aside and, and was just hoping I wouldn't notice. But I'm going to go back there. So then she was like, and she was really upset. She goes, I hate going out. I hate going out. I hate it. And she like, they put the whole gear on again, the masks and the, 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 the shower cap and the kitchen gloves. And they go back out into the wild like they're the fucking uh, Mad Max beyond mm-hmm. Thunderdome. And they go out there, and then they come back, like, 15 minutes later, I hear just, like, disinfecting. And I go out there, and there's there they are with the bags of groceries. I go, oh, what happened? Oh, you caught the thief red-handed in the parking lot? You know, Joey, go, to, go upstairs. Go to your room, you know? And I go, what happened? Mike, she just forgot the bag of groceries there. I and know. They, yeah. And they put it in the refrigerator for her. But, you know, th- my mom ever being at fault is never a possibility. She's always right. Did she, did she fess up? Or? Nope. 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 It, it, she'll pretend like she never really thought that. She'll, she'll, th- you see, that's the thing is I think Donald Trump is not an anomaly. I really do think, and I know John Arthur's going to get mad when I say this for a number of reasons. I think he is the poster child for baby boomers. I feel baby boomers do not like to accept responsibility. They like to move the goalposts. They like to reshape stories so that they're always right. Um, I think it's very boomer behavior. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I see it in my dad. Not so much, well, maybe a little in my mom, but not much. More in my dad. They're not different from the, the, look, my parents are not different from the MAGA people. They're just on the other side. The other day, I got, I mean, I got really angry where I left the table and just ate my breakfast upstairs because they should not be watching the news. I hate to say it. They do not have the comprehension level to suss out what is worthy news and not. And also, and I don't know if you know about confirmation bias or people out there. I'm not going to sit here and explain confirmation bias to people. They, I mean, the confirmation bias runs strong in them, right? So anything that doesn't confirm what they already believe is thrown out the window. My brother was telling me last week, my mom won't eat any food. 
She won't eat any food from anywhere unless it's made at the house, right? Yeah. And he said, like, Dr. Fauci has said that the lo- the likelihood of getting it from food is very low. It's not a foodborne illness. And yeah. she was like, and what does Dr. Fauci know? Right? <laughs> she goes, I can't trust him. He was the one that a month ago said that, you know, this and this and this. And something, you know, that just because we're learning things, he, he's wrong. So now you can't trust anything he says. So, for some reason, my mom prays at the altar of Sanjay Gupta, which I don't know why, because that CNN is trying to scare the shit out of people like anybody else. Anyway, so, uh, we were sitting there, and they watched the news, and now they heard, they, my mom was talking about how they heard that um, uh, the Westfield pork plant in Ohio, or wherever it is, had like a bunch of coronavirus cases. She's like, well, we can't eat pork anymore. And I was like, "Why? Look at this! Look at this case, Joey. It's there." And 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 she and then I go, "What the fuck?" And I got really mad. And I go, "Guy, you're gonna need to calm down." I go, "Listen to the scientists, okay?" And like, "What do they know? What do the scientists know? They don't know what they're talking about." So and and, uh, I was like, "I just had to go upstairs." Yeah, but aren't you just like Michael J. Fox and Family Ties? Like, isn't this kind of what every kid every kid has this with their parents something that's like they just don't the they don't line up yeah but it, but I, it's one of these things where i fail to believe that when i now maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong but i'm hoping and i'm gonna work really hard at this that i don't become as pig-headed and as stubborn as old people get or at least try and limit it as much as possible why are like why are they so that's the thing go ahead don't you see the cycles though like we will be picketed and stubborn it's just about something else i like, know but i'm gonna try and be is. open-minded i'm gonna try and be open-minded and we're i don't know there will be like a new you know there will be no pronouns or something everyone will be uh uh an x yeah. yeah and we just like will that's the cross will that die won't on. bother me i'll just roll with the punches you know but i'm yeah. i'm just um I'm looking at something very amusing to me. Uh, is uh, if if I'm really that that is like a big commitment to me. Like sometimes I run into problems with technology, you know, like little problems, nothing big, like a tiny little problem. Let's say, for instance, there's an app that's frustrating me or something, right? And I sit there and I breathe. And I tell myself, you know what, Joe, this was meant and designed to be intuitive. What do you want to do, right? And mm-hmm. I would say nine times out of ten, I figure it out. My parents can't work as Marco Polo, okay? Yeah, yeah, but they transitioned from records to CDs. You know, like that was their hard. They they did something. Mm-hmm. It's just this third step that's hard. You're on your second step. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, what do you got going on next week, Mike Lawson? <laughs> I have a Joey. suspicion. Lots of nothing. Yeah. Um, I do have. I'm going to send a dick pic. Um, I'll update you on that next catching up. Sure. Um, or at least some sex talk. I, well, I'll figure it out. And then, have you ever had phone sex? Wait, what? Have you ever had phone sex? Oh my god! Like when I was twenty-two. Okay, just want to know. Okay, go ahead. Um, and briefly. Yeah. Um. Also, tonight I'm going, this is a little, this might be weird. <laughs> you guys come and you go, what do you got going on next week? Sydney or whatever the person's name is, right? <laughs> and he goes, I just made up a name. And then he goes, go to hell, Mike. And then you guys hang up after the phone sex. Um, 
tonight I'm going to an open mic night for this local theater company mm-hmm. via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And it might be, it's either going to be really great or really awful. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure yet. Um, I've been going to these like virtual cabarets for, and I use air quotes around it, for the theater company that friend of the show John O works at in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun. Um, they have some, it's, I've actually really been enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that this open mic night that I'm going to tonight will be good. Uh, but that's it. What do you got going on? Podcasts and fighting with my parents. Cool. I did get Bonk. a very, I think, I think Mercedes and I have established uh, uh, a correspondence because I wrote her a letter. She needed some yeast and I believe it. Or, I know there's a shortage on yeast and I didn't hoard it just over the years, not years, over the past year. I just acquired a lot of yeast and I've taken care of it and froze it and frozen it and stuff. And uh, I just have a shit ton of yeast. And so I mailed her some yeast and I wrote a letter with it. She wrote me back a postcard. So I think I'm going to write her back. And also okay. um, my former trick sent me randomly a postcard. Oh. Thank you. Maybe I'll start corresponding with people. All right. Well, it was nice catching up with you, Joey. Ugh. Go to hell, Mike. Goodbye. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.